Well, there's more than one time change going on this morning because for All Saints Sunday, we have moved from Mark's Gospel to John's Gospel. And that's not just a shift in authorship, it is a shift in time. Time comes in two flavors. There's the kind of time that is thought of as linearly, which sounds like set the clock back, wake up, go to church, have lunch, barbecue out back, take a nap because the Titans don't play until this evening, then on to tomorrow and the next day and the next day and the next day. The Greeks had a name for that. It's called chronos. The Gospel of Mark, Matthew, and Luke all move chronologically. It's one thing after another. But in John's Gospel, chronos crashes into kairos. And Kairos isn't measured in hours and minutes. If it's measured at all, it is measured with life and light and love. It's God's time. So it is, there's a time change today in the 11th chapter of John. Lazarus, the brother of Mary and Martha, is ill. A message is sent to Jesus, Lord, the one whom you love is ill. The real message, however, is... Lord, you better get here quick. That's usually the wording we use when a loved one is about to pass. You better get here quick. I I got plane reservations at midnight. I can get there quick. I hope I can get there in time. Time will tell. Chronos. But Mary and Martha don't want Jesus there just to say goodbye. They want him there to heal their brother. And Jesus responds to their time with a time of his own. And the time of his own is words from above. It's God's time. And Jesus says, this illness does not lead to death. Rather, it's God's glory so that the Son of Man may be glorified through it. John writes, after having heard that Lazarus was ill... Jesus stays two days longer. That's some time change. When Jesus finally arrives, he is confronted first by Martha, who looks down at her chronograph and says, Lord, if you had been here, my brother would never have died. Her words collide into the words from above, for Jesus says, your brother will rise again. Martha looks down at her watch and says, I know that he will rise again in the resurrection on the last day. Jesus answers those words with words from above. I am the resurrection and the life. Those who believe in me, even though they die, will live. And everyone who lives and believes in me will never die. Do you believe this? Do you believe this? It's a good question. From the Gospel of John, the 11th chapter, 32 through 44, hear the word of God. When Mary came where Jesus was and saw him, she knelt at his feet and said to him, Lord, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. And Jesus saw her weeping and the Jews who came with her also weeping. He was greatly disturbed in spirit and deeply moved. He said, where have you laid him? They said to him, Lord, come and see. Jesus began to weep. So the Jews said, see how he loved him. But some of them said, could not he have 
he who opened the eyes of the blind man have kept this man from dying. And Jesus, again, greatly disturbed, came to the tomb. It was a cave and a stone was lying against it. And Jesus said, take away the stone. Martha, the sister of the dead man, said to him, Lord, already there is a stench because he has been dead for four days. Jesus said to her, did I not tell you that if you believed, you would see the glory of God? So they took away the stone. And Jesus looked upwards and said, Father, I thank you for having heard me. I knew that you always hear me, but I have said this for the sake of the crowd standing here, so that they may believe that you sent me. When he had said this, he cried with a loud voice, Lazarus, come out! And the dead man came out, his hands and feet unbound with strips of cloth, and his feet wrapped in a cloth. And Jesus said to them, Unbind him and let him go. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Did I not tell you that if you believed, you would see the glory of God? If you believed, if you believe, if you believe. I don't know about you, but deep in my DNA, there's some genetic code that has locked me into being a realist. I just look at the times we're in, and I come to some down-to-earth conclusions. And I know, trust me, I know, a realist is often seen as the one who sucks the air out of the room, depressing an Eeyore. I'm not an Eeyore. I'm not depressed. I'm not. I just guard myself against irrational exuberance. I believe in reality. And we all know that reality is that thing that when you stop believing in it, it doesn't go away. What I like about the real world is that you can depend on things. What goes up must come down. Every action has an equal and opposite reaction. When out of nowhere comes a virus, what's the reaction? Well, in the 1980s, the AIDS epidemic, the reaction was keep those people out of the schools. When there's a pandemic, what's the reaction? Shut down the economy to flatten the curve. What's the reaction? People divide. What's the reaction? People lose their jobs. Some people, however, have to keep their jobs so that we can get hamburgers and groceries delivered at our door because, look, I'm not going out there. But what's the reaction? Businesses shut down. But what's the reaction? You can't get pledge envelopes because there's no glue. What's the reaction? Why would I want to pledge anyway to some place that doesn't believe like I do? They force me to wear a mask. What's the reaction? Cut the budget. What's the reaction? Not my budget. I'm just a realist who knows it's easiest to follow Christ on your good days, but when the going gets tough, I never knew him. Listen, I don't know the man. Look, I, I don't know who you're talking about. And when the cock crows, there's a time change. That's not depressing. I'm just telling you the reality of the situation. You can depend on reality. It's that thing when you stop believing in it, it, it doesn't go away. It doesn't go away. It smells to high heaven. There's a stench. 
four days in a tomb. If you roll away the stone, there will be a stink. Mary and Martha are realists. (laughs) Their brother is dead. Lord, if you had been here, my brother would never have died. Every action has an equal and opposite reaction. Jesus said, did I not tell you that if you believed, you would see the glory of God if you believed? If you believed. Believing is often that word that is associated with checking your brain at the door. The church is on the way out because after all, how can you believe that stuff? Where are you getting your information? Believing makes science shake its head and says, science says, how can you believe that stuff? Where are you getting your information? The Internet? That's just the time we're in. There's no denying that's the time we're in. Jesus said, Did I not tell you that if you believed, you would see the glory of God? If you believed, if you believed, if you believed. I'm a realist. But let me tell you that here's the reality of my situation. I have found that when time goes south, when the time changes and life goes south, There's division, there's desires, there's personal salvation at the expense of others. When push comes to shove, we can really push and shove, we can trample and kill and rage, and history proves that time and time and time again. But I have to believe, I have to believe I have to believe in the glory of God. I have to believe that the time has changed and there's light in the room. I know the Paschal candle is out, probably a supply side problem, but the reality is, even without the light of a candle, There's light in this room. I have to believe in the power of love. And the reality is, is that love conquers all. I have to believe that when we hear the cock crows, the reality is, is that there's body and blood and the broken bread and the cup is poured and our eyes are opened and our ears are opened and there appears the risen Lord and mercy. Grace upon grace upon grace upon grace, time and time again. I have to believe that we have passed from death to life because we love one another. Because the reality is, is that if we choose to serve the Lord, we choose to shout into the dark tombs, Lazarus, come out. And there's light and life and love. And so when the chaos comes and the tornadoes hit, that's the reality. But the reality is also that there are people who shout out 
into darkness and chaos. Lazarus, come out. And the time shifts. And there's light and life and love. And when the pandemic hits, there are people who shout out into the darkness, Lazarus, come out. Because there's a chime change, and light and life and love come out. And when people lose their jobs, there are people who say, Lazarus, come out. And when negativity is all you hear, there are people who shout into all that negativity, Lazarus, come out. When it's I want, I want, I want, I want, I, 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 there's a people, a communion, a body of Christ who shouts out in a loud voice, Lazarus, come out. We have passed from death to life because we love one another. It's the reality that sustains me and you. I do believe the time has changed. I do believe we've passed from death to life. I do believe we love one another. I do believe.